This call is being recorded. Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charina, the finisher, who's on the line. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who is that? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing well also. Thanks for asking. You are so welcome. Just trying to stay away from that virus and going around. <laughs> amen, amen. Unfortunately, I do have to go out to work each and every day. Do you wear a mask? Yeah. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. <laughs> good. <laughs> have my, a great day. My sister-in-law made us homemade masks. She sent them to us, and they're great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You have a great day, too. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, Susie. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Truman as a finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. Who is that? Thanks for calling in this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Truman the Finisher. Who is that? Good morning, Victory family. This is Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing well also. Have a, Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Bubbly. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. Um, Happy quick Tuesday. announcement. Quick announcement. I'm not sure if it got to you. Bible study has moved from 7 to 8 to 6 to 7. Thanks. I uh, thank you so much. I did get that. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thank you. Mhm. Have a wonderful day. You too. You too. Okay. Someone else was trying to speak. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Dondria. Happy Tuesday to you. Have a great day. You too, Sharina. Thank you. Good morning, Carla. You said it is Carla? Yes, Carla. Good morning. Good morning to you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else have to say good morning?
Good morning. Welcome to the class with you. This is Truman and the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, family. It's Nurse Nikisha. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Fitcher. This is Truman and the Finishing. I'm your creator this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Prosperous Pam. Thanks for calling in this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is from the Finisher. Who is that? I heard someone. Good morning, it's Jonathan. Good morning, Jonathan. Is this your first time calling in? No, I'm here a lot. I'm just usually quiet. Oh, I'm so happy that you spoke this morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you this morning? I am doing well also. Good. Good morning, Minister Jonathan. I miss you. Good morning. Is that Sister Rochelle? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> good morning, sis. How are you? I'm good. You we're gonna have to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Have a great day, Elton. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning before I get started? Okay. It's time to get started. Before we move forward, we ask you to meet your line so that we can proceed. Please. Check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in April for the monthly theme entitled Expectation. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and questions that we brought to you by a wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. First, please join us for TNT Bible Study tonight with Pastor LaBelle Jones right here on the call. The call has been changed to 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Again, TNT Bible Study is tonight with Pastor LaBelle Jones. The new time is 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving an effort to share the gospel. 
both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit declarevictory.org. Again, declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. Again, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. Or a cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. I repeat, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. There are no prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is Prayer and Corporate Praise, Eric Smith, Declaration, Philip Watson. Then we go right into closing comments. I want somebody to declare Philip Watson. I repeat, Prayer and Corporate Praise, Eric Smith, Declaration, Philip Watson. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare Philip Watson. The scripture for today is Ezekiel 19.5. When she saw her hope unfilled, her expectation gone, she took another of her cubs and made him a strong lion. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructors come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Eric. Have a blessed and awesome day, everyone. Mine eyes obtain the heels from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today. Lord, thanking you, Lord, for another day, another gift of life. Thanking you, Lord, that you have woken us up, Lord. And in waking us up, Lord, you have once again awoken up our realization that there is purpose, that there is a destiny for us, Lord, that there are is a job for us to do, that there are souls for us to speak to, Lord, that there are still seeds that must be sown. And for this, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord, that you have put a stop to the majority of the worldly activities, Lord. That you have sheltered us in place, Lord, but Lord, we thank you that we can still shout with the triumph of shout, Lord. Lord, that even though we are confined, Lord, we are not constrained, Lord. Lord, even though we have been put behind walls, Lord, that Lord, we still have the ability, Lord, with the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to break yokes, Lord, and, and to, and to uh, ease burdens, Lord. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for right this now, for this time, simply just to be still and know that you are God, Lord, to acknowledge, Lord, that you are, Lord, the fairest of 10,000, Lord, that you are the bright and morning star, Lord, Lord, that you are the lily of the valley, Lord, that you are the God of all gods, Lord, the King of kings, and the Lord of Lords. And for this, Lord, we thank you, Lord, because even though, Lord, we're down here, and even though you are an infinite being, Lord, who sits up high, Lord, you look low, that you have not forsaken or forgotten the cries of your children, Lord, that you still yet are on the throne, Lord, that you still, Lord, deliver us that you have redeemed us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the covering of blood, Lord. And, Lord, we ask and we beseech you, Lord, that this blood, Lord, that you so uh, 
are graciously shed, Lord, that we apply it, Lord, to the doorposts of our heart, Lord, that it covers each and every loved one, Lord, all of those, Lord. Lord, we lift up today the essential workers, Lord, those who are still out there, Lord, those who are on the front line of fighting this pestilence, Lord. We lift up our 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 medical field workers, Lord, our, our nurses, Lord, our doctors, Lord, our nursing assistants, Lord, all of those who work within the confines of the hospital, Lord. Lord, we lift up policemen and firemen today, Lord. Lord, we lift up the sanitation uh, drivers today, Lord. Lord, we lift up those, Lord, who, who uh, bag our groceries, Lord, who deliver our food, Lord. Lord, we lift them all up, Lord. Uh, 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 um, those who are uh, who work on our utilities, Lord. Everyone who has to be out here, Lord. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you uh, assign angels to uh, escort them, Lord, that you protect them, Lord. They're going in and they're coming out, Lord. Return them safe to their families today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, I bless this uh, this call right now, Lord. Lord, continue to bless the originator of it. Lord, continue to bless everyone who is within the sound of my voice right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we give you thanks, Lord, we ask, Lord, that even as we look for the days to come, Lord, that you would continue to guide us, that you would continue to calm us, that you would continue to comfort us, Lord, that you would continue to equip us and strengthen us, Lord, from the time that when we shall leave our homes and leave our houses, Lord, and to go out and renew once again, Lord, with vigor, Lord, the, the commission that you gave us, Lord, before you ascended on high. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for our government, Lord, that even in this midst, Lord, that the flag still stands, Lord, that the nation is still running. And Lord, I ask, Lord, for right now, Lord, that peace, compassion, and, and that your Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide, Lord, within the halls of the White House, Lord. That wisdom, Lord, and, and compassion, Lord, would ring through, Lord, the, the hallways of the Capitol, Lord, that cool heads, Lord, would 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 uh, reign throughout each and every branch of the government, Lord, the executive branch, Lord, the judicial branch, Lord, the legislative branch, all the way down, Lord, to the state, Lord, to the governors, Lord, to to our local and 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 our, our um even our our councilmen, Lord, that they would all judiciously and legislatively, Lord, uh, keep this nation running together, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we lift up those right now, Lord, unfortunately, who lost their jobs. We ask, Lord, that you provide, Lord, as you provided for the Israelites in the wilderness, Lord. Lord, that you are uh, Jehovah Jireh, Lord, the great provider, Lord. We depend on you today, Lord. We lift our arms to you today, Lord. We lift our voices today to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we, as we lift our hearts to you today, Lord. Lord, we lift up those, Lord, who went to sleep underneath an open sky. Lord, protect the homeless today, right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, those who are living without a hope, those who are living without hope, those who are living in the in the depths of despair, Lord, who occupy uh, hallways of depression, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch their hearts, Lord. Not only to touch their hearts, but to move us, Lord, to to provide help, to minister to the least, to the last, to the lost to the left out, to the outcast, Lord. 
Because in doing that, Lord, we provide them with an image of you. We have compassion, Lord, who looked upon us, Lord, as sheep that have gone astray. Let us be the arms and the legs of the great shepherd, Lord. Let us provide a healing word right now, Lord. And Lord, even as we come to you, Lord, not just with uh, uh, petitions, Lord, but we also, we come to you with praise. And so, Lord, I ask, as all of us, Lord, we will remove the mute from our phone and begin to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank 
Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, we praise you, and we will continue to give you the honor you so much richly do. In this days and the days that come, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen as I pass the call, brother. Just one second. And just while we're waiting on Phil, if you can, just check, triple check, and double check. Make sure you're on mute for me, please. And I'll give him a few more seconds, and if not, I will move forward. Amen, amen, and amen. We won't leave a bunch of dead air. I'll go ahead and jump up and uh, go ahead and share this morning. If I get a text, I'll let him jump in. Nevertheless, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Tuesday to everyone. Y'all give me two seconds. I was not prepared for him not to be there. My bad. I should have texted him earlier. Hey. Can you all hear me okay? Yeah. 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 Okay. I could have swore I just had my earpiece. I don't know what I did with it that quick. Okay. Just one second, guys. My apologies. I have to get somewhere. It was quiet in the house. Praise the Lord, everybody. And again, happy Tuesday. I'm praying that everyone is well and that all is well in your homes. And that, of course, we find the peace of God resting on us. Amen. Um, I want to really briefly acknowledge yesterday we did not acknowledge Catherine's birthday. We did acknowledge Yvonne's birthday, but it was also. Catherine's birthday. So I just wanted to say happy birthday to you, Catherine. Um, did not want to not acknowledge that. Amen. So we have been talking about expectation yesterday. Was absolutely amazing. Jump started our week. Um, and here we are again. Um, I believe that there is a momentum building. There are some things that are transpiring in the spirit, there are some responses that are happening in the natural, and I am beyond excited about each and every one of our future 
as it relates to this new move of God. Um, this new move of God. Um, there is something that has not only shifted, but, um, and, and you'll keep hearing that word. I think I've heard that word in and of itself uh, a multiplicity of times, but it has been resonating in my spirit. Hallelujah. Um, I'm going to do something similar to what I did on last week. We talked about um, making sure that we are operating in the counsel of the Lord and the guidance of the Lord. And while we are talking about expectation um, with this series of isolation, these moments of quiet time on our own, uh, these moments of literally facing our realities and dealing with our internal stuff, it brings a lot of things to the forefront as it relates to the shift that is occurring. It uh, begins to remind us to uh, go internally and uh, do the digging. Uh, my mom used to always say, now, if you dig under the dirt, you're going to find multiple things under there, bottle caps and baby dolls, historical things. And within the guise of this mindset of expectation, I, I want us, um, as some of you, I, I got so many texts yesterday, uh, Miss Kathy, if you are on the call, I want to let you know that your labor was absolutely not in vain. It was an activation. It was an all call for some. It was something that uh, resonated with many hearts. The discussion yesterday was rich and full. And I want us to continue in that vein as we are literally feeding one another and um, pulling one another from glory to glory to glory. Um, today, I'm going to focus uh, more so last week again was the guidance of the Lord. And I will also be teaching tomorrow. So I guess I'll somewhat make this a two-part, especially for uh, folks that are desiring to go to the next level, which we all should. There should be an expectation of a transition uh, in our thought life, a transition in our prayer lives, a transition in our relational lives, a transition in our ability and capacity to forgive and release people from things, a transition, an expectation that something greater has got to come out of this. While we all know without a shadow of a doubt that things may in fact never ever be like they used to be. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not mad at that idea. Uh, what I'm more concerned about is that we don't miss the breath of God, that we don't miss the wind of God, that we don't miss uh, the desire of God, that we don't miss the burdens of the Lord. And um, I'm, I'm probably gonna skip around, but I promise I'll tie it all together. Uh, this is just ringing in my heart even as uh, as I, I speak. One of the things that I appreciate, and I'm not sure, Phil probably, if I know anything about him, was up the entirety of the night, probably studying or <laughs> being the great, amazing weirdo that he is. He probably was doing a deliverance service. Who knows? 
uh, nevertheless, God knows exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it. Um, but I hear the burden of the Lord, the burden of the Lord. Um, one of the, the most important things, um, and just in day-to-day counsel when dealing with people and their uh, struggles, people and their things they're yet overcoming, people and the things that they face on a day-to-day basis that in many instances, even recognizing that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that love him and are called, right? There is no condemnation in Christ. Uh, Keeping also in mind that sin in and of itself, um, being covered by the blood, number one, uh, but it's almost a a benchmark for some of us or probably the majority of us, and again, we're still talking about expectation, our habits, our traditions, our rituals, the things that we do on a constant base are things that we've been exposed to for however long, whatever your thing is, whatever your struggle is, whatever your challenge is, there should always be an expectation uh, of a decrease in it. And so that being said, the burden of the Lord, sometimes in meditation, and and again, this is from my my great teacher, um, when we are transitioning out of things that have been habitual in our lives, It means that we have to go through some different measures. It means that we have to be extremely intentional about change and transition. It means we have to be focused on a thing that overrides the thing that we struggle with, right? So it often will require a different level of meditation. It will often require a different level of study. It will also require a different level of accountability, So I want you to bring that to the forefront of your mind, a different level of accountability. There ought to be somebody that holds you accountable for making the transitions that will provoke you to level next or the next level, whatever you'd like to call it. I usually uh, reverse things because it then makes it stick out in my head. There ought to be someone, um, and, and we talk about this all the time, that calls you on your stuff. There ought to be somebody that you can tell uh, your struggle to without fear of condemnation or judgment or uh, that that will hold you hostage to a behavior that is tied to generally an iniquity, right? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a few scriptures, and then I'm going to shift a little bit. I want us to say, um, first and foremost, Proverbs 23 and 18. Proverbs 23 and 18, that's first. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. That lends to and speaks specifically to expectation. Surely... There is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. A lot of times, um, especially in an environment like the one that is, um, I guess, counter-inflicted, inflicted by our rules, inflicted by, quote-unquote, the plague, um, 
people are dealing with anxiety and um, cabin fever, some folks would like to call it. People are dealing with uh, the angst or the frustration of isolation when in reality the time is so valuable, knowing that our times are in God's hands. But being reminded that there is a future, right, and your hope will not be cut off. The question you have to ask yourself is, with this time, what exactly will I do, right? Um, One of my favorite scriptures, I, I say this all the time, Romans 8, 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, with perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. There should be um, an anticipation that after this, some of the things that were in place, some of the things that captured your attention, some of the things that had you in spaces that would not take you to level next uh, began to fall off during this sanctification time, during this purification time, during this time of great meditation, the question you have to ask yourself is what am I doing to transition from this space to the next space? We're talking about expectation. There should be an exponential desire uh, to move from average or regular or forgettable into the things that are promised in the word for all of us, and that's a supernatural ability to exceed the world standard. To exceed the world standard, right? Proverbs 10 and 28, the hope of the righteous is gladness, but the expectation of the wicked perish, right? The hope of the righteous is gladness. And so even with that in mind, a a moment of meditation on what exactly does gladness mean? What what does it mean? Uh, I remember my grandmother would say stuff like, uh, "Honey, I'm I'm happy glad," <laughs> right? Um, there are things that only connection and relationship with Holy Spirit will take you into. Gladness being one of them, right? It means delighted. So it goes with uh, delighting ourselves in the Lord. There is an expectation that uh, having hope in him produces a different level of delight. What I know about gladness is it counters anxiety. It counters frustration. It counters fear, delighting ourselves in the Lord or finding our gladness in communing with him outside of even just the call, outside of our day-to-day activity. It is our responsibility to find ourselves meditating on gladness, meditating on delighting ourselves in the Lord. Right, Romans 8 and 19 says this, For the anxious longing of the creation awaits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. Right? For the anxious longing of the creation awaits 
eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. One of the things that the Lord began to reveal to me as uh, religion and tradition started to fall off is that I did not recognize my authoritative stance in him. I had not completely identified uh, the place of authority of sonship. You guys have probably heard me say that um, pretty frequently here. Expectation um, is usually based on exposure, right? We usually expect what we've been exposed to. If all we've been exposed to is religion, tradition, and church, and, and not saying that either of the three are um, are horrific, what greater revelation would you have if you understood that you are literally standing in, uh, it's, it's almost as dealing with a Prince Charles. You're standing in order of a hierarchy that you have no idea exists. So in other words, there's a crown that you've not yet possessed. Are you there? Can't hear you. Just a second, everyone. Hello? Please keep your phones on mute. Just hold on. I woke up early with my mind raised on Jesus. Woke up early with my mind raised on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I woke up. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sorry, guys. I didn't. I had no idea that the call had dropped. My apologies. Um, I'm not sure where where I left off. I, I was I was saying this in my mind. Um. It being a girl, I remember I wanted to see uh, the power of God moving. I wanted to see uh, something actually happen. I wanted to see an impact when I went to church. And, and there was such a difference, and, and I'm not saying this to be funny, there was such a difference denominationally. Um, I grew up in, in Baptist church singing, um, Father, you know, them old, old hymns, they, they, serve their absolute purpose and I still sing them to this day. But then I would go over to independent holiness and then there would be this charismatic sound. There would be this uh uh oh big mama and great big mama would be shouting in front and ain't Betty over here doing this and doing that and then I would go to the Church of God in Christ church and now over here they speaking in tongues and they uh shouting on this side and uh this, that and the third is happening but I feel I didn't see somebody walk in and, and leave out with no crutches. I promise I'm a tie all of this up. I promise, I promise. In in this hour um, and, and I'm going to say this prophetically because I know I can. There is an expectation of power being restored back to the church in such a way, or to the ecclesia, shall I say, or those that walk in the way, as my grandmother would call it. There is uh, an end result. There is something that's happening. That's that uh, Romans coming to life, creation waits and groans and is anticipating that the expectation is that the revelation of being a son of God actually hits us like a ton of bricks. That that it become the burden of our hearts because it's burdening our father's heart that we occupy a place of authority that we've not because we've been so busy doing church. There is a sound that is happening, that is resonating in the earth, that is calling us. I don't know about you guys, but but it's not allowing us to rest in normal spaces. It's pulling us into the deep things of the knowledge of Christ. There is a, a cry, uh, and even his blood is crying out from the very grave, anticipating that we occupy our positions and that we step into the authority that we were originally de- uh, designed to operate in. It is our responsibility to find uh that space. It's our responsibility to come in to that knowledge. It's our responsibility to do the laborious work of internal change and internal pressing and perhaps old habits being broken, some laziness, some uh, uh, complacency, some stagnation, some procrastination because it's greater. There's an expectation that great exploits be done in this hour. I don't know about you, but I can feel it. I feel it down on the inside of myself, right? 
So Psalm 62 and 5, my soul, wait in silence for God only. For my hope is from him. So it's not just in him, right? It's not just something that uh, uh, he sends us for a moment. My hope, period, dot, dot, ultimately is from him, in him, right? And so even with our meditation time, even with our time that we set aside and set apart to uh, uh, really walk into and step into our sonship, it is our responsibility, right, to know without a shadow of a doubt that our hope is in him. And because it's in him, we recognize that it's from him. And so there is never uh, anything else that should happen but great expectation if our hope is from him and in him simultaneously. It technically means losing is impossible, right? Losing is impossible. Um, Luke 3 and 15 says, now while the people were in a state of expectation and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whatever he, whether or not he was the Christ, right? This is, this is at the time uh, right before uh, Jesus is baptized by John. This is in, uh, this is Luke, Luke 3 and 15. So the, the folks were anticipating and no, John said, no, there is another. There's an expectation that what we've been exposed to in times past, literally while we are sitting in one space, while we are isolated in these moments, while we are meditating on the truth of God's word, he is about to be revealed in a greater way. But get, get this, it's going to be through you. Our hope is in him and our hope is from him. But the only way that that happens is by revelation, is by understanding, is by exposure. So, right, so the more we're exposed to the nature and the character of our Savior, the more we're exposed to opportunities to be him in the earth, right? So we know that Matthew uh, talks about uh, when you pray, you ought to pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Right, and so knowing that we are in the world, but not of the world, however, what he's done is he gave us an opportunity to break cultural ties. The expectation should be that uh, being underexposed to how the world functions and their busy lifestyles, he gave you an opportunity to reprioritize. He gave you the time and the space to change your expectation. For so long, we've had the fit in mentality. For so long, we've had the occupy the space of the world. For so long, we've had this contend with the world. When in reality, uh, uh, Jeremy said the other day, um, and, and you guys know I've been studying the trading floors. Uh, he said the other day, 
if, if we get this and we grasp this as reality, Jesus never, ever, ever participated in the world's trading system. He never, ever participated in the world's culture. I want you to let that sink in. He was born in a manger that did not belong to him, according to the text. He even went as far as to be laid to rest. He went from place to place to place being great. He went from place to place to place modeling kingdom culture. He didn't buy, he didn't trade. Every single thing that he needed was supplied for him by others. I'm going to say that again. Every single thing that he experienced, that he was exposed to, was to supplied for him by others, even to the degree of his parents when he wandered off him being found in a synagogue. He didn't participate in what folks his age did. He didn't get himself consumed or caught up with the world's cultural systems of operation. Every single thing about him was never to fit in. It was always to fit out. And listen, get this. When he wasn't moving around outside of his first sighting, uh, you, you only hear uh, a couple mentions until he's 33 years old, right? Until he's 30 years old. And then every single thing about what he did when he reappeared, listen, we had a whole migration period. God was kind enough to give us a segmented or a cut off or a cut away, right? To, to, so that in the end, no different than when Jesus was baptized by John, the father said, he, okay, there he is. That's my boy right there. We are in one of the greatest revealing moments of our times, of our dispensation. This season of isolation, this season of quiet, this season of sanctification and purification and rethinking and reworking of revelation is what it should be because as believers, we have access to the keys. We have access to the keys with regard to relationship. We have access to the keys with regard to finances. We have access to the keys with regard to freedom and liberty. And all we have to do is utilize it. See, even Jesus was uh, in the cut for a season until it was his turn. So my, my question, I, I want to ask you today, um, as we are now uh, beginning to walk into walking out of uh, this quiet space. I believe it'll, it'll come to an end sooner than we think. But the question is, will, will you be prepared for the great revealing? Will, will you have a word in your mouth for someone that uh, has lost hope, for someone that does not have an expectation, for that person that all they want to happen is us to go back to normal, whatever that was. I, as a believer, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't want things to go back to normal. I want some things to be different. I want some things to be different in me. I want some things to be different in our world. But the question is, are you prepared to be the different that you desire? to see. Let me give you a little bit more words. Um, I, I love that 
the word gives us these scales and balances, these checks and balances, these starts and these stops. Psalms 5 and 3 says, in the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. Let me say that again. Psalms 5 and 3, in the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. Right? And and I know we get up in the morning and we get on the call, um, and, and some of us do it in our slumber. Some of us do it in our lackadaisical habit of the call being part of your day call being part of uh, your your plan and your, your thought process for the day. But I, I want to ask you something, and I want you to go a little bit deeper down on the inside. Are you using your mornings wisely? Is this the only time that you spend in devotion? Do you have a cutout time where you have conversations or you spend time listening to God? Do you command your day for real? Like for real? Like do you get up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit? And do you begin to give the angels that have been given charge over you instruction? Do you? Is there an expectation? Listen, it's right here in the word. I'm going to read it again. In the morning, oh Lord, you will hear my voice. Not, not just in corporate prayer, corporate praise. But in the morning, I will order my prayers to you, look a look, and eagerly watch. Well, usually, if somebody says something and then afterwards there's an expectation that you watch, it's because you want to see a result, yes? Right, we shouldn't, we shouldn't just be praying on the call. I just, I want to I want to give y'all that on today. This shouldn't be it. You should have your own private, personal devotion time. There, if if you got to get up five minutes before the call, and that's that's a start, right? Get up prior to the call. Let him hear your voice individually, your heart by yourself, even if you don't have a lot to say, but. I just told you via the word, you have a right to order your day. That's per the word. That's not my opinion. Right? But our results are based on, number one, our resilience. Right? And so we are uh, an absolute reflection of our habits. Right? So here is a perfect opportunity. Um, I'm pretty sure we probably have about 21 days left. The perfect opportunity for you to create healthy spiritual habits with the expectation or a mind to watch, to see the end result. For those of you um, that are, are consistently speaking, I want to go higher. I want to go deeper in the knowledge of Christ. I want to uh, know him better. Listen, right up and through here is where you get to do the work. If you are um, still working, I understand that there are still time restraints. But if you are not working, there is no excuse. 
There should only be expectation that every time you sit and you watch, something happens. And I'm not saying God is a genie or he's magical or he does this little dance because that's not what happens. But what you'll see is he will begin to give you uh, different understandings. He will begin to open the eyes of your understanding differently in such a way that your expectations begin to change. I'm going to give you a couple more scriptures and then um, I'm going to go ahead and close out. Right. Proverbs 11 and 23, the, the desire of the righteous is only good, right? But the expectation of the wicked is wrath. The desires of the righteous is good. Our ultimate desire is that we get better, that we grow further, that we are, um, that, that we are in a seat of expectation as it relates to our spiritual walk, right? That as it relates to our understanding, as it relates to even our ability uh, to see an impact in those around us because we're honoring God with our lives, right? Proverbs 24 and 14, know that wisdom is thus for your soul. If you find it, then there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off, right? Here is not what we say, Lord, give us... All, all the money. I want to, you know, now I think people's priorities have been shifted a little bit. A nice house is dope. A fancy car is dope. But honey, I don't know that that should be uh, the principal thing right up and through here. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that we won't have access to it. But I think what it's done is it's realigned what we hope in. And at the end of the day, I'd prefer to have wisdom to be a, a wise ruler than I would all the money in the earth without the wisdom, right? And so wisdom being the principal thing, right? And so right up in here, God give me wisdom, even in how to pursue you, even in how to bow before you, even in how to submit my ways unto you, even in how for, uh, to allow myself, uh, number one, to address the things that I've run from or hidden from over time and in times past. Give me a mind to surrender everything that I am so that you can get the glory out of my life. Amen. Amen. So uh, with that said, I pray that something I said encouraged you as unprepared as I was uh, to have to share this morning. I pray uh, either way that that it uh, spoke in some way uh, to each and every heart. So right before we go in to the discussion for today, uh, there may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't have an opportunity to say, hey, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Mother. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, can I say something that I didn't get a chance to say yesterday because I was real busy? No, ma'am, not until we finish with this good greeting. As soon as we're done. That's yes, what I was saying. When y'all finish, sure. this when y'all close. Absolutely, Sister okay. Julia. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Dion and the family. Blessings. Good morning, Dion and Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Arlita Renee. Good morning. Hey, Arlita Renee. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Good morning. 
Good morning, Miss Monica. Hey, Miss Monica. Good morning. I heard like three more folks. Who else? Good morning, Victory. Hey, Denise. Good morning. It's good to hear yourself. Thank you. Welcome. Anybody else? Good morning, Sam. Say it again. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Good morning, Good morning. Tonight, Jay. Hey, Tina. <laughs> Good morning, sis. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Mona. Good morning, Barry. Good, Good morning, morning Gloria. Sorry. Hi, Gloria. And then I, I heard, was that Brother Jeff? No, this is Sister Rita. <laughs> hey, hey. Good morning. I'm sorry. Good morning. I still think I heard Brother Jeff. He was on before me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, family. It's <laughs> Hey, Tamil. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jew. Good morning. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. Hey, Pam. Good morning. Good morning, little old me, Brother E. <laughs> hey, Brother E. <laughs> good morning, Sam. It's Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. It's Kenya. Hi, Ladybug. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Hey, good Tanya. morning, Tanya. Tanya. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Valuable Felicita. Valuable. Good morning. Good morning. This is Elsie. Yes. Good morning. 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 Like you didn't put your telephone in the dishwasher. <laughs> no, it fell because I'm still recovering from boot camp. Pray my strength oh. in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <clears throat> well, that being said, uh, S- Sister Julia, 
You want to go on and say what you was going to say? I I was too tired yesterday to get on the line. I wanted y'all to know that I gave out 20 some. I think it was 25 Easter baskets to the kids for Easter. Come on. I, in, in my neighborhood, and then I gave mothers gifts, and I took dinner for them and these two young kids to help me, took the place to the mothers and gave them their Easter gifts. Come on here, Mother. We appreciate your service. God bless your heart, Sister Julia. Thank you for serving your community. I was so happy. I know. You love giving. We sure appreciate your little old heart, or well, your big old heart, I should say. <laughs> and, and Pastor, uh, uh, wait a minute, let me get his name right. Uh, <laughs> his name is Van, Van Hook. Van That's Hook. Van I already knew what he was going to say. Yes, ma'am. He sent me mm-hmm. $100 to go get more baskets. Come on. You came up. Listen, come on, Jesus. You better do kingdom business, auntie. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. I went got ten. I went got fifteen more baskets. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate your service, Sister Julia. Really, really, we do. Amen. Anybody have anything? That, yes, ma'am. They would like to share with regard to uh, the declaration. Anybody? <clears throat> Good morning, sis. Hey, bro. Good morning. Hey, thank you for always being um, being ready. Uh, and what, what we always say, when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So so thank you for your vigilance. Um, one of the last things you said kind of hit it on the head for me. Uh, when God opens the, your understanding, then you, you should expect your uh your expectancy to change. And I thought about, you know, um, you know, when I was a baby, the only thing I expected was, was, was to have my diapers changed. And, and, and when I was hungry to be fed, you know, when I was a, when I was a, a senior in high school, I expected to, to graduate and, and to get my diploma. Um, when I was a serviceman, I initially, um, expected to get through boot camp but as i began to accrue rank and and my understanding opened up to more than just being uh uh, uh an airman but being an integral part of of uh, the mission then yeah. my expectancy uh level began to expand and i say that to say this is that when we know where our rank is and we know uh um what what we're called to do in the kingdom of God, then just like you said, our expectancy is is, is to rise. Um, if I'm a babe in Christ, yes, maybe I my expectancy level should be at this level. And there's nothing wrong with expecting to go to church and expecting to be fed by the pastor or by the, you know, Sunday or Sabbath school teachers. But as we as God begins to open up our understanding to our purpose and our destiny to what he has called us for, even before the foundation of the world, as we begin to read God's word and, and to have him speak to us, then our expectancy should be Span. Now I've been at this for a little bit, maybe not as much as much as uh, 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 other.
other people, but I've been in, in, in kingdom um, building for, for a minute. And so my expectancy is not just to be fed, but it, it, it's to feed. My expectancy level is not just to have nice things like you said, but uh, it is to expand the kingdom of Christ one soul at a time. My expectancy level is that God would use me to minister uh, uh, to those uh, who are the least of us. And ultimately, my expectancy level is to when that great getting up morning comes to pass and I stand on the sea of glass, I will be able to hear, you know, well done, thy good and faithful servant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, enter down to the joy of the level. So the, ultimately, that's always our expectancy level. But while we're here on the earth, God, as God, like you say, begins to reveal things to us, uh, our mm-hmm. expectancy level should should be commensurate to, to the revelation that God gives us. And we should always mm-hmm. be looking for new revelation, uh, uh, mm-hmm. new levels. And so as we mm-hmm. ascend to new levels, our expectancy uh, should meet those levels. Um, great mm-hmm. declaration. God bless you. Amen. Amen. You, you, just, um, you just coined our theme for next month, this expansion. I just heard it. I just heard it. So thank you uh, for your obedience and sharing and for um, giving us our theme. So we went from acceleration to expectation to expansion from x and and literally um i got so many text messages yesterday it was beautiful it was a wonderful thing the response um and i just want to say this to kathy publicly um your your labor is absolutely not in vain your labor of love for um the ecclesia in general is not only not in vain but one of the things and, and this is where we are going to be um, employing people to start teaching afraid. Um, and, and I always want to refer back to my example, right, of the very first declaration that I gave. I hung the whole phone up. <laughs> I didn't put it on pause. I didn't mute it. I hung the phone up. I was horrified. For real, like I could not get it together. Or the first time Ruth read a scripture and she asked Kyle to give her a glass of water, child. (laughs) Right, there are so many things that I can remember. Um, Even when Trarina first started greeting, you could hear the fear in her voice. And and now to hear her do things authoritatively, honey, and tell y'all to put y'all phone on mute real hard. And, And Miss Susie and her quietness. Um, And I believe that the kingdom of God is expanding. There is um, not a swelling, but an awakening, a moment of revelation and revealing where the sons of God are starting to come forth. And that's you. It's not just me. Like I tell y'all all all the time, listen, I'm not wonderful. (laughs) I didn't do anything fancy. The only difference is my desperation for difference became greater than the excuses that I would use to make time to spend time in his presence, like for real. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Hey, sister, it's Dee Dee. I was um, not going to talk. I'd like, I'm glad that Brother E um, jumped in and said exactly what I was feeling and what you, what you said, man, with that. 
when you said how after this, and you even said 21 days, I feel like that is coming to an end too. But in the midst of it, what God has shown me is that the things that we were um, focusing on doesn't matter. Like you said, the houses, the cars, the status, all of that. I'd rather have Jesus. <laughs> and I'm thinking about just how in this time alone, just how closer I've gotten with God. And then when you were talking about just the whole share this morning, even with Kathy, how she lit it up yesterday, the quiet time, the, the personal time that we each individually have to spend with God, it's like you don't have a choice. Like, you know, how can you not, especially how we've been just in this place of quiet, how he put a pause button on it. I I have nothing else to do but get closer to him. So I just thank you for just who you are and how you poured into me in the six years that I've been a victor. I love who I've become. I I just love how, how do I say, I just love me. <laughs> and it, it, the confidence mm-hmm. that I've gotten, I, I know that um through this line i have grown and it may not look like what it what other people think but i'm i'm glad that i know i'm glad that i mm-hmm. know that he created me to 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 be who i am so i love you sister so much i love you and i'm ready for this shut in to be over only because I want to stay married. No, I'm just going to have to joke. Seriously, it's growing. <laughs> Even my marriage has gotten stronger. So I love Amen. you, sis. Thank you. Love you, too. Yep, love you, too. Appreciate you. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Is that just Dion? Talking, you mean? Yes. Yes. I ain't heard from her in a long time. God is good to me. Amen. Who's this? Is that Sister Julia? Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. And I forgot to tell you that. Oh my God. That someone called me too and brought me 30 those big plastic uh, Easter bag with candy in them. Amen. Oh, Sister oh, God bless you. You made my morning. Well, God bless you too, Sister Julia. You always make ours. We love you. And before y'all close, I showed need a prayer. Because God mm-hmm. was good to me. Amen. Anybody else have anything to share with regard to the declaration? Good morning. Yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. I hear Nakisha and I hear Shell. Y'all go in that order. Keisha go and then Shell go after her. Okay. Um, thank you for uh, being ready. Uh, we said a lot on this morning, but the scripture that stood out for most of me was um, Psalms 5, so that's what I, I text to my kids on this morning. And mm-hmm. also, um, just not wanting things to be like usual. Want something new. Want something um, more deeper. Uh, a deeper relationship with God and when we come out of this um, to just be ready for those that were not already in the way as your grandmother would say Um, and it was just like yesterday on the 100 day challenge with God it's like what are we doing right now to prepare for those that didn't know God prior to this shut in so I'm just really uh, anticipating what that's going to look like. So thank you. Love you all. Yeah, I love you too, babe. Go ahead, Cheryl. 
Hey, Dion. Hey, Victory family. I was going to take a whole back seat because I know Tanya got my phone tapped and I'm trying to stay out the way. <laughs> but in the meantime, I seriously um, I so appreciate, um, like I said, the doulas. I appreciate, um, I had to ask God to forgive me. I tussled all day long after the call because how can I look to God, love God, um, try to ask to be in his face and for him to cover and ask for his presence and all that and not expect to move from one place to another. So mm-hmm. I had to ask him to forgive me because I know I can't be selfish with, you know, what he teaches and, you know, what he does for us. I, and I just don't want to, it resonated with my spirit about the people that need to hear what did you well I, I think Tanya said something about oh people are gonna spiritually die if we don't do what we're supposed to do. And I mm-hmm. understand that we all have a calling and a purpose. Not 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 saying that, you know, we're on a high pedestal, but when God gives us something, it's our duty to make sure that we do what he said to do with it. So I appreciate that. I tussled. I'm going to step up. I, I ain't scared. Not that I ain't scared. <laughs> but I just know that my work begins in my home first. And that's why I be so pushed back sometimes. So um, I thank God for who he is. I thank you. Thank you for being you. I thank you. I thank Declare Victory. And I honestly, all jokes aside, I really thank Tanya for really you know, calling me out because I can't stay where I'm at. And he says, and all that getting, getting understanding and me asking for the understanding and the wisdom of him can't be selfish. It, it's too big to go in a box. So I thank you guys. I love y'all. Amen. Amen. Love you too, babe. <clears throat> Appreciate you. Amen. Anybody else want to get in the pool while the water is troubled? <laughs> Good morning. I'm going to jump in there. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning, Pastor. Um, Wonderful declaration. And if I think that was Rochelle who was just speaking and whoo, yesterday, um, I just have to echo that same thing. Kathy, when she just kicked that off and then Tanya, I just have been, she's on my heart, like all like, because that stirred, it didn't just stir something up. It was like something was aching in me to come out. It was just so needed and timely. So um, I was just so thankful for that. I love the Victory family. And, um, you know, Pastor Phil, he's not on the call, but he had a Facebook Live last Friday. And he was talking about, um, you know, going back into that relationship and building that history with God. And it was just such a blessing to me because for me, I get lost in a lot of noise, like the way that I'm made. So like, I found myself, like whether I'm talking to people or I was like, really, if I hear someone on the line saying, oh, I went and did this, I went and did that. I started thinking, well, am I supposed to do that? I just got all confused. And um, just getting back <laughs> quiet and just um, being blessed by a learning from God that we, I do need other people. And like other people have like helped lift me up. Like sister Lisa was like, well, then that's not supposed, that's not for you. You know, it was just like, I needed reminders to just, and then go back to God and spend time with him and listen and ask God, like, what's on your heart today, Lord Jesus. And mm-hmm. I don't know. What's I just love burden? God. Right. What is, yeah. Good, 
And so the closer Mm -hmm. I've been getting to that, he's just been pouring, like, you know, I just get a huge, just like love download. It's just like, sorry, that's my washing machine. It's just a love download of just what he did yesterday. And what I'm going to continue to walk in is that relationship with him. And then everything else, just like when Moses came down from the hill and he was just, that's just going to pass on to others. So I just love this call. I'm thankful for what God's doing. I'm just glad we're not even talking about what, you know, that word that we were talking about last week is going on outside in the world. Everybody's running around scared and stuff. Mm -mm. Um, You know, I'm just so thankful that he's, he's using this time to get his body and his people closer to him. So amen. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Love you too. Good morning, Big Sis. It's Kenya. Hey, darling. Say, hey, love. That I have been <laughs> spending that 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 personal quiet time with him, and he's shown mm-hmm. me to, like someone else said, incorporate just put that in my house. So me and the girls have been every morning. They wake up at a. We do our praise and worship, and we take turns reading scriptures in the Bible. And right now we're in the Book of Matthew, and Caden is grasping things. So I'm just thanking him right now for working in her. Oh, that's good stuff, darling. It helps, huh? It really does. It really, really does. No, for real. It really, 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 really does. Amen. Anybody else? Yes, good morning. This is Patricia. How you doing? Patricia? Yes. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Blessed. Thank you. And getting even and and more getting more filled, which I appreciate from the Victory family. Um, I like the um, Psalms that you had going on. Uh, Psalms five, uh, three, and give me mm-hmm. the mind and, and and the part of give me the mind to surrender to be closer to the Lord. See, I'm I'm stuck in this house by myself, and I do a lot of praying. I pray early in the morning. Well, before I wake, when I wake up, it's always thanking the Lord and praising the Lord and everything. But these scriptures here and the expectation is is a thing. You know, people expect so much, but but they don't know the part of giving out. And and within this period of time, which is so rich, this time I I'm not I'm not one who who who, who was a church woman, but that's nor here or there. Because I'm a church woman now. I go to church and play music there. But it's so rich, right? So I don't know how to talk to uh, uh, the, the, the church talk. You don't but have to. You don't have to. You could just be Patricia, child. We ain't tripping like that. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, there is a difference. There's a big difference coming on, and I, I can feel it. And I'm so thankful that he's preparing me for the change. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Th- I'm thankful for the victory for, for preparing me for this change. The teaching and the scriptures, you know, and, and that one. This, this one, is not true. Yeah. I'm going to call it. Get out of here. You had said uh, hope, hope, uh, hope of, the, of the righteous is, is, is guided. Is that what, the, what that was? You said something to that extent. I think it was Proverbs 10, 28. Um, let me see. Let me see which one it was. I read so many. Yes. 
Spirit of Few, which was a good one. It is 1028, yes. Yes. Gladness was the end result. Yeah, hope of the righteous is gladness. How could how 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 praise of a praise is that? I mean that is so lovely. (laughs) You know, but this is the thing that gets me. Okay, because we have the whole twenty four hours a day. I remember one time Mm -hmm. we had you had one of the uh, one of the teachers talking, but we have a whole twenty four hours of a day to to do whatever we want to do. Now we out here mm-hmm. early in the morning praising and thinking and everything else, but in the middle of the day, there are a lot of unvoid, you know, there's a lot of uh, voidness because of the fact that we don't work no more. We never have no way to work and nothing else. So what what's going on then for expectation? Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want us to go out of the house. They don't want us to leave the house yet alone. So we'll, we got connections with people on the telephone, huh? I mean, mm-hmm. you just yeah. you just employ other opportunities, but m- most definitely in this season, begin to exercise your faith, and it does not require that you be the church lady. I'm not I'm not super the church lady at all. Um, I am probably more of the opposite. Like my whole thought process, I was always the misfit at church because some stuff didn't make sense to me, and for me. Things have to be logical or I, I don't function well, honestly, yeah. right? And so so everything, always keep this in mind, guys. <clears throat> Your faith is customized to how God created you. And I'm not saying that the principal things or the, the, the primary operations are based on anything other than the truths in his word. But what I will say is that you there is absolutely no anything other than um, whatever it is that you need to do for you, right? Yes. However it is that you have to learn. You employ different things and strengths and skills and things of that nature, right? Yes. So it, it's not, it's very individual. It's okay. very, very individual. It's case by case scenario. So, I mean, there's no need to try to keep up with anybody or you know what I'm saying? A model after somebody. I mean, people could, right. could teach you the general operation, right? Yes. That's what we do here. But at the end of the day, your faith is based on your relationship. How God uses me in some cases, right? That should not be the expectation for your life. Who knows right. how he wants to use you? So don't feel no kind of way about that. Just just move. That's all. Thank you for sharing, Patricia. I appreciate you. you. All right. Anybody else have anything? Good morning, Deanna's Kathy. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Good morning. I wanted to get that other scripture that you read. I know um, Psalms 5 and Psalms 25, but there was another one that talked about commanding your prayer. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll give you uh-huh. that. Hold on one second. Absolutely. That's a. Uh, um, it's a. Uh, no, that's Psalms five and three. In the morning. That's oh, mm-hmm. five and three. You will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayers to you and eagerly watch. That's like a staple right there. 
That right there. Okay, that's if you, yeah, that's that's a um, that's a great scripture to soak with. So for those of you that are not familiar with soaking, you may um, have have just joined the call or just rejoined the call. Um, it is it is a, a step that Phil taught me. Right, I had not been exposed to soaking. I had no idea what soaking was, and I've been in church all my life. Right, and so the word tells us to meditate on the word both day and night. Right. And and a lot of times, especially in church, like we hear the same scriptures over and over again, and we may even memorize them. But there's a difference between a scripture being memorized and it being etched in your heart. Right. So so one of the primary scriptures that is etched in my heart for always is Psalms 139:18. You knew me in my unformed state. How that happens is by specifically meditating on a scripture um, with, we do it to music, you can do it in silence, but for some reason, when you do it to music, it's almost, I taught my children, even their ABCs and how to spell their name and their address with a song. Something kind of happens, especially when you are listening to music that was made from the heart of a worshiper. It's like it's supernaturally infused with the presence of God. I can't even explain it. Um, I will post some soaking music in the victory room and you can take some time literally to just sit before the Lord, listen to the music, mutter or say the scripture out loud and in between, begin to meditate on the burden of the Lord as he reveals it through the scripture. Because he will. Promise. Ask me how I know. I got received. Right? And what it does, that is employing the guidance of the Lord. Right? That is activating meditation that writes the law of the Lord on the tablets of your heart. Okay. Anybody else? No, it's very, very helpful. I promise. Yes. Yeah. And I I very, very helpful. Dion, thank you for that, too, because that's how my pastor, um, he'll, you know him, he'll sing a psalm, and that's how I fell in love with psalms and how I uh, will just get a scripture, <clears throat> just sing it or med- med- meditate on it day and night. Mm-hmm. I, I just love this morning. It's so, it's a calmness. I don't know if you got, anybody else feels it, but it's just like a peace. I feel it even on the call. It sounds, the sound mm-hmm. is different. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, too. We can hear you, but we can't. We're resting in him. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you now, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pastor Dion, um, 
I just wanted to ask this question regarding burden because I keep getting that. Um, and we can talk offline if it, um, is it possible to fill, I feel like I feel uh, the burden sometimes, not all the time, but like there's, there's things that I feel like I'm feeling it inside and it feels very heavy. And like, I know there's something I'm supposed to do with it, whether it's pray, whether it's do something, but I feel like there's more that I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know if that makes sense, but just feels like a heavy feeling and it's just regarding certain issues or things that I don't know how to explain that's, it, but. That's, no, you, you explained it right. That is the burden of the Lord. So for me, um, just to give you an example, and, and perhaps it will cause a, a light to go off in your head. Um, so I, my burden, um, last night, Declare Victory made sure that um, Mario and Abigail had their Frosted Flakes <laughs> and some more bowls and some milk, just FYI. Um, when I see homeless people, the burden is so great most of the time um it brings tears to my eyes that is a heavy burden for me right yeah that's, that's it a, that's a, mm -hmm. like what are we to do with that <laughs> i just I don't act, know. act I just, on it so depending on what it is um, and and that that's the the biggest part. Depending on what it is, it means that God wants to employ you with that burden in some way or form. Right? There's something in that area that you are responsible for. Yeah, because that's when that time um, I was in that. Uh, remember, I was in. I don't know if you remember, but I was in the um, airport and I had that heavy burden, and I have a burden towards. Um, African-American people, like, are just, like, I don't know, there's just, like, a burden of, like, I don't know, a lot of heaviness. So there was something I had on someone, and then I went to go, I acted on it and asked him, you know, if he knew the Lord, and he ended up hitting on me. And that term, that just really messed me up. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm. that story, but it's like, so I just mm -hmm. wonder I what am I supposed to be doing? And then when I'm just praying, sometimes I feel like there's something I'm supposed to be doing more. Like I, That taught me, okay, well, maybe you just need to sit in a corner and pray and not just approach somebody and just go over there. And well, sometimes them, that's know. what it is. Sometimes that's exactly what it is, which is why yesterday Tanya said, sometimes you'll blow it. One of the things when, when my prophetic gifts started to be really, really active, right? Um, when when I realized that, well, technically what it was, right? Um, sometimes I would say things that weren't necessarily necessary, right? And so I had to learn how to address those things, right? So some things were made specifically for me to pray about. That's the question you asked. This is what the Lord told me not long ago. He said, in order uh, for you to get the right answer, you have to ask the right question. Mm. Right? And so sometimes we don't ask the right questions. 
right? Sometimes we are assumptive. Sometimes we jump the gun. Sometimes, you know, there there are times, and, and even for uh, people who say things like, um, you know, I'm I'm new to the faith. That's cool. I have um, my my brother who I love immensely. Um, I remember when he first experienced um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. His whole life began to shift right before our very eyes <clears throat> in such a way that the way that God uses him is very evangelical. So he is extremely, extremely radical. But his faith was accelerated in, in such a way that it is almost overwhelming if, if you've not been exposed to his level um, of transformation. Because he, he, like, is a whole new dude than when I first met him. And it happened in a three-year period. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know if he's on the call. Um, but but what I'm saying is, I'm saying this to say, <clears throat> a lot of times um, with, especially in this season, because there is such an accelerated pace, right, of people coming not only into the knowledge of the faith, but into full operation, right, into full-blown ministry, into full-blown evangelism, um, you're going to make mistakes in the process. I said, I mentioned him because he is so accelerated. Um, one time I told him something, and what it did was it, it kind of confused him. He had been so grown up so quickly, I forget how new he is to the faith, right? And so if you notice, even when I deal with people on the call, I deal with people based on what the Holy Spirit shows me is their um, capacity, right? So something I say to Ravonda, I probably wouldn't say to Patricia. Some things I say to Tanya, I probably wouldn't say to Elsie, right? And so all of that is called temperance, right? So we are, we are tempered based on our revelation or our understanding of God and based on the relationship that we cultivate with him. So it's all yeah. a process. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't overthink it, but make sure that you take the time to be clear. And, and if you are unclear, in some cases, because the reality is contingent upon um, what his ultimate desire is for you, sometimes you got your feet. Right? Sometimes you got to drag your feet because if there's an opportunity, the opportunity will represent itself. So, so get this. The very first time I heard God audibly say to interpret a tongue that I had heard, I was sitting in Revival Center Ministries. I probably was 20, I might have been 23, 24. And it was the first time that I had been in a place where people would say, speak their tongues openly and somebody would interpret it. I remember that the Holy Spirit gave me the interpretation for it, right? 
Um, and it scared me out of my gourd. <laughs> right? I was spooked. And I remember refusing to say what God said to do. And I opened my mouth and said, uh-uh. I ain't saying that. These people don't know me. Nope, I ain't saying that. Mm-mm. Uh, nope, not doing it. And then I remember leaving after having refused and being physically sick to my stomach because I did not obey. That's how clear it will become as you submit and surrender your will to God. Real talk. It's just a matter of the process, right? And so Amen. now, now when I have to say something, I can't not, because he'll say it to me about three times. Right. <clears throat> so that's you all. You just it's confirmed again. Just... You confirmed again that relent. I'm going deeper with him. That relationship. Who? He's doing something. I'm just hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hey, sis. You know, I was just listening to you, and you know what? We I ain't heard Gord in a whole long in a whole long time. <laughs> Shut up! Don't be telling all my business. <laughs> Who you think you is? I help a Lord. She old, honey. She old, young. But you know, I think that when we realize that we don't have to show up as God, you know, we have to mm-hmm. first. We have to get that in our nowhere that we don't have to show up as God, but we're his representative and we are deputized. That means I am, I have been given the privilege to show up on his behalf. And um, in, in whatever situation I find myself in to help, that it's not me who is the supplier, but it's God who's gonna meet this need. Not me, mm-hmm. but what he's given me, um, even though it might seem little, you know, it might seem little, and sometimes it doesn't seem like it's enough. That I don't, I, 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 I want us to know that God is not wanting us to feel like we have to be enough. But what we have and what we show up with will meet whatever need it is that we've showed up to do or to supply, because mm-hmm. He is God, and He'll basically He He fills in everything else. But we show up with what we have, and we give what we have, and we meet the need um, when when he puts it on us. That And that's the thing that we struggle with a lot of times, because sometimes we do want to be God in the situation. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. I want to go ahead and mm-hmm. make sure I meet the whole need. But um, through time and wisdom has taught me that, you know what, you're showing up with your part in it. Because it's not just us. God might have five other people who will come and will will kind of execute something during the same day to help that person along. And so mm-hmm. when we realize that um, we won't look at what the, the part that we play as minute, but we'll look at it as it's it's our our it's our due diligence. It's what He's given us that we're able to do, you know, and the. And what's fulfilling about it is, is that what we give, um, when we take that perspective, what we give um, is not so much about feeling like it's good enough, but we'll know that, you know, we've done what we're supposed to do. So I think we have to really be careful even when we show up 
to meet a need that, you know what, God got other folks who is doing some stuff too in this person's life or people's mm-hmm. lives. And mm-hmm. so when we do that, it won't be so difficult because, um, you know, I know what it's like to want to really help change, some, you know, help make sure that a person is all right and all that. But um, it's all because of kingdom. When you think about kingdom, it's about everybody. Because the world mm-hmm. has taught us about it's I. I did it. I did it. I want you to see me. I want you to appreciate me. Yeah. You know, or I want to feel this way. You know, but in kingdom, it's we did this. So mm-hmm. what, when I do what I'm supposed to do by faith, you know, we we have to always keep in in mind that there is somebody else God's going to put in line to to complete this to make sure that whoever we're helping, you know, God's going to make sure that everything else is okay. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because we're we're ambassadors. We're we're, we're just mm-hmm. ambassadors, you know, and we've been deputized, mm-hmm. you know, to go in His name to go in his name and whatever we do, you know, know that, you know, the Lord said whatever he started, he's going to finish because that's what he is. He's the finisher. You yeah. know, <laughs> he started this thing on the inside of us and he promised that he would finish it. So when we start, when we, when we show up to do whatever we do, you know, I thank God for burden. I thank him mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it transitions our, our lives from being mundane a purpose mm-hmm. it does it really does and then when we realize that we're ambassadors that we've been we have been um reared to do that we have mm-hmm. grown you know this is what we do you know yeah. what so what I, I might go out and, you know we, we feed the hungry and i've only been able to feed 10 people today there's there's no reason why we should feel bad because we couldn't feed 15 because guess mm-hmm. what? Somebody else in the kingdom gonna get gonna get some too. They're gonna be able mm-hmm. to be a blessing to these people probably uh, for dinner. You mm-hmm. know, I I had them for breakfast, and you know what? Somebody else come around with ten more dinners and bless mm-hmm. them. You know, so hey, that's that's how he is with us. Yeah, that's good. Be all, be that's be, be fine with what you can do. What he has deputized us. And because we are ambassadors, we show up and we represent a kingdom that is here and that is right now. And mm-hmm. we're not the only ones. And that this thing is on God. You know, I just show up with what he gave me to do, my portion. This is what I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Amen. Thank yeah. you, ladies. Amen. Uh, Will you guys? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So this is. I want to ask you a question. I hope it have anything. I hope it have changed what you were talking about. This shutdown that they have given us because of this disease. I think, and I everyone to stay in the home. I think that's kind of good to me because people can stay at home now and think and think about their problems and what they're gonna do the next time and how to feel and read the Bible. If you have a chance, everyone to do all of that instead of being upset and being mad. Am I wrong or right? Yeah, that's accurate. Yep, it absolutely can be beneficial. 
Amen. Amen. Anybody else before we go ahead and wrap the call up? Amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Again, I thank you so much for joining us. It is 753. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes of your day back. I pray that something that was said um, encouraged you, empowered you, and enabled you to not only keep pushing, um, but to do it in such a way that you begin to see transitions happen in your life. Amen that you begin to see really for real the glory of God showing up in your life in such a way that other people are impacted as a direct result of your labor of love for becoming everything that God called you to be. So with that said, listen, I love y'all to smithereens. I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. And I will hear you right back here. Uh, Tomorrow. Amen. 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 Amen.